Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. <laughs> I'm right behind you. Uh, oh, God. Um, we <laughs> Don't are, turn around. <laughs> we are... Joined now, we hope, on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline by Adam McClintock. Adam, can you hear us? I can hear you. Uh huh. We cannot. He may be able to hear us. We can't hear him. We cannot (laughs) hear him, uh, Sasha. I I don't know if there's anything we can do there. Um, But we are, you know, there's some technical challenges doing the show from three different locations. Uh, So hopefully we're able to. Uh, figure that out for our guests this morning um in the meantime sasha if we get him for some reason just patch him right in and and we'll we'll stop whatever and have him just talk have him just talk right over us because that's the only way um he's apparently here but we cannot hear him so um (laughs) yeah i'm not sure what to do there uh so i guess we'll just keep going adam can you say something can we hear you yeah can you guys hear me nothing no, nope, still nothing. nothing. Um, right. Doesn't look like we're going to be able to connect with Adam. That's all right. You know, we're, we're troubleshooting today, Un- right? Unless, like, there's, there's uh, unless he's able to join us on the stream, Sasha. I don't know if you want to ask him if that's a possibility. But um, in the meantime, still plenty to talk about. We were uh, talking about the Mike Norvell situation uh, in the, with Florida State and possibly him going to Alabama. Um, DeBoer also a a big candidate there. You know, we talked about yesterday with Fit. Just he's he hasn't been in the South much. Um, you know, at his various stops, been all Midwest and West Coast. Um, so uh, we'll we, we'll see. But he is. I mean, I he's a guy that I think succeeds just about anywhere. Um, and then we mentioned Tommy Reese, which I, I kind of agree. Um, one of our listeners here, I didn't see who it was, said Bama fans would lose their mind if it was Reese. I tend to agree. That's Corey. Yeah, uh, yeah, there it is, Corey. Uh, I don't think he's a real candidate. I think it's kind of a token interview um, just to, you know, say they interviewed somebody on staff. I, I know he's really tends to be really popular with his players and with the other coaches. So, you know, and maybe he blows them away. I don't know. But I, I would imagine at this point we're looking at DeBoer or Mike Norvell, um, and between those two guys, Norvell saying yes makes more sense uh, for all the reasons we talked about with the violations, Florida State getting left out of the playoff, the ACC. I mean, if you're in the college football world right now, right, there's basically 
especially going into next year. You've got the Big Ten and the SEC. Those are that's your upper crust. Everybody else, it's not really Power Five, Group of Five anymore. It's like elite tier. That's Big Ten, SEC. You've got your former Power Five. That's like Big Twelve, ACC, whatever's left of the Pac-12 teams. You know what? You know whatever. And then you at got some it. point the Mountain at some point the Mountain West is more than the Pac-12. Yeah, it's well, and they're going to end up being basically the same thing. It seems like I don't know, uh, but you're there's not there's not Power Five, Group of Five anymore. Now it's Big Ten, SEC, Big Twelve, ACC, and then the Group of Five. And if you're Mike Norvell, there's absolutely no reason because he's a first class coach. There's no reason for him to be in a second class conference. And that's what the ACC has quickly devolved into, not only because of getting left out of the playoff and not not uh, campaigning for the playoff the way the SEC did and things like that, but also because they're going to be falling further and further behind financially because of that stupid deal that they signed through 2036. By the end of that thing, I mean, Florida State estimates already they're losing $30 million a year compared to SEC schools, and that's only going to continue to get more dramatic as the years progress. And then they get targeted to be made an example of by the NCAA, which this is what the NCAA does, by the way. This is what they've always done. You can go all the way back to, like, SMU with the death penalty, right? SMU was not, like, they were not nearly alone, and they weren't even the best at it in terms of paying players in the 80s. This was a rampant, huge problem. And the reason that it was SMU that got their program demolished was because the NCAA wanted to set an example. They wanted to make an example out of them. They did the same thing to Miami in the 90s. They wanted to make an example out of them. They go after teams that are not traditional blue bloods because they never go after the traditional blue bloods. They will never go, not, I mean, listen, I know Alabama was on some sanctions in the 90s, but not like anything we saw from lesser teams, lesser programs. The only team that they ever really hammered that is a blue blood is Penn State after the Joe Paterno thing. And that's a totally unprecedented situation, right? They don't go after the big dogs because they know that the big dogs are their meal ticket. They go after kind of that next tier of teams, the ACC-level tier of teams, to make an example out of them to be like, hey, see, we take this seriously. It's like nobody asked you to take this seriously. We were – pretty much everyone was okay with the NIL just being the Wild West mm-hmm. and everything just well, and, being... and And now you started something that you have to follow through with all the time. You can't just make but an example not going of to. somebody. They right. won't. Right, and that's, that's the big problem. And that's mm-hmm. when you were bringing that up last segment of when you were talking about Michigan – like, it shouldn't even be a question of now they have to go after Michigan. No, they should have started with Michigan. Mm-hmm. If they were going to start with Michigan and then follow up with Florida State, then things uh, timeline-wise would match up a little, maybe make sense. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make sense anymore to now jump back. You can't be like, oh, well, now we probably have to go back to here. And then, oh, then what about that school? Like, that school, well, do we let them go? Do we not? Like, are we only really just mad at Florida State because they called us out and they were right but we don't, we're in denial, so we're not going to tell anybody that also, we're right. Like, 
here's the thing about the Florida State thing that I can't figure out is every NCAA investigation is that I've ever seen has taken years to complete. I mean, years. And they get this Florida State thing done in about 14 minutes. And you just go, what, what just happened here? Like, how on earth are they still investigating the Michigan thing that's been going on for years? And they're, they get the Florida State investigation done in nothing flat. Um, Adam McClintock, I think, is joining us on StreamYard now. There he is. Adam. Hey, guys. see you. We appreciate you being flexible. We're a little, uh, a little snowed in here right now, so that we're having some issues getting all the technology working. But we appreciate you joining us. That's what I hear. That's why I hear Shane didn't make it in today, huh? Uh, yeah, none, none of us made it in today except the for day Sasha, off. who is who's uh, who's a, a bigger badass than the rest of us. Oh um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard. So, <laughs> <laughs> Adam, let's hop I'll right into the Alabama uh, situation of it all. Yeah. Seems like the the three names that have come up that are the most prominent are DeBoer, Norvell, and Tommy Reese. What I wanted to ask you from your what your analytics show is. I guess first and foremost, because the outlier there seems to be Tommy Reese. What do your metrics kind of tell us about what sort of coordinator he's been? You know, he's been he's been a good a good coordinator, not a, not a great one. So that would be a kind of a head scratching hire for me. Usually, a, a guy who takes over a, a program like Alabama uh, from from a coordinator level has to be somebody like a Brent Venables, who's been the best coordinator at their you know at at their program for, for, for a decade plus or, or five years plus. Tommy Reese has, has been good, but he hasn't been, you know, a, a dominant offensive coordinator. I mean, um, his, his Notre Dame offenses were good, not great. The Alabama offense this year was good, not great. I mean, they're all top 20, top 25 offenses, but they were nothing was ever dominant from, from his unit. So um, that would be kind of a shocking development to me, especially at a place like Alabama. Now, if, if this is like, Oh, level of maybe the Arkansas or 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 somewhere like that. I could maybe more see it, but that would be kind of a stretch for Tommy Reese to take over a place like Alabama. Adam, could it be because he's worked with Jalen Milrow and Milrow is going to be the starter again next year that it just kind of makes sense for him to transition into that role, or would it make more sense for him to stay in the role he's in now and pick from some of the other? head coaches that have a lot of or a pretty nice track record in Norvell and DeBoer well I mean in my opinion you don't make a decision on a head coach based on a one-year starting quarterback I mean that that's a long-term decision you're making based on a kid that's going to be there one but what, what does he have one more year two more years Miller has there so I think you you have to look at it long term and say okay for the long-term success of Alabama we need to hire this head coach don't don't let the the current roster situation dictate what you know who the next head coach is going to be um that's my opinion on it uh but let's just let's just let's just get things one thing straight right now you're not going to replace alabama or replace nick saban at alabama you're going to be hiring a new head coach you're not going to be you're not going to be replacing nick saban if that makes any sense at all we've seen this time and time again where you know the next guy up after a legend just struggles it's, it's tough it's a tough gig so um it's 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 one of those things where where um, it's 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 just gonna it's just gonna be tough no matter who comes in there, especially for somebody like Tommy Reese who maybe isn't qualified for it. Adam, we got about a minute left here, and hopefully we can catch up with you next week uh, and get a, a full interview in. But um, if it is DeBoer or Norvell, 
who are some names that you would look at to possibly fill those spots at either Washington or Florida State, especially considering what's going on with Florida State and the NCAA right now? Well, Florida State, um, I, I think you'd have to look. Man, that, that would be tougher. I think if you're if you're, if you're, uh, if you're watching it, I think you make a call to East Lansing and say, hey, buddy, Jonathan Smith, why don't you come back up and get some more stuff? I think that's what you do there. Um, either that or Chadwell, that would be a perfect spot for him to get uh, his start at is, is somewhere like Florida State, especially if they're looking for somebody to kind of to kind of uh, fill in there if, if there are sanctions coming. So That's Adam McClintock. We'll catch up with you next week, Adam. We appreciate you being flexible and joining us on the stream yard today. And uh, we'll, get a, we'll get a full uh, interview with you in next full week. Report. We appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. That's Adam McClintock, Thanks, college football professor from Matrix Analytical. Coming up next, we've got Nick Baugh, uh, college basketball analyst for FS1.